Hello and welcome to Backchat, your podcast all about scoliosis, yoga and back care. My name is Christine Jaregiberry. I'm a yoga teacher, creator of the Yogaberry Yoga for Scoliosis community and YouTube channel. And this show is all about supporting you on your scoliosis journey. So if you're looking for practical advice and inspiration on how to manage the condition with yoga and movement, then you're in the right place. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Backchat. Uh, welcome to Yoga Berry, your yoga for scoliosis community. I'm Christine Jaregi Berry. For those of you who don't know me yet, um, I'm a yoga teacher. I specialize in yoga for scoliosis. Um, and today we're going to be talking about rest and relaxation and how does that kind of relate back to scoliosis um well this is what i'm going to discuss of course but if you are here live thank you so much for for watching let me know in the chat if you can obviously if you're if you're doing something else then don't <laughs> but if you can um maybe let me know if this is your first time here um, or if you are regular, let me know where you are in the world. This is quite an international um, community. And I really, really love that um, about the work that I do as well, right? It's not just about sharing what I know about scoliosis and what I know from um, teaching students that have scoliosis and working with lots of people that have scoliosis and running my YouTube channel and all of that over the years. But there's also been some fabulous connections being made that have nothing to do with me at all, um, except for maybe that they are members of my um, scoliosis community, which you're more than welcome to check out on Facebook as well, if you haven't already. And for example, um, I was working with a, um, a mum the other day, a mother who's got um, a daughter with scoliosis. I was working with a daughter, obviously, but the mum was there as well. And she was in India and she had been going down the routes of, you know, seeing lots of physiotherapists and making a, a lot of connections already. Um, and so I was I was giving her some some input of what what she could do for for in terms of yoga practice. Um, but then I had someone else asking do you know anyone in India who, who can help me? Obviously, I'm not in India. I'm, I'm based in the UK. Um, and especially for children, I always recommend to work with someone in person. And um, so, yeah, I just put them in, in touch with each other. I don't know if, if they actually managed to, um, to have a conversation, but um, at least knowing that there is somebody else in your area who can who's got some resources maybe, um, I think is really important. So this is why, please do use the com community. This is why I'm asking, where are you in the world? Where are you from? Um, and hopefully also, you know, connecting some people who might need it. Good. So I can see there's a few of you joining here, which is fabulous. So I'm hoping that everything is working well. Um, and I'm going to dive straight into what I'm talking about today. So I'm talking about resting and restoring. Um, and if you've been to my class today, my, my Wednesday afternoon class, we did a little bit of rest and restore, like a little 
kind of little snippet of resting and restoring. And uh, I feel very, very passionate about this. I think it's um, it's a really important topic and and something that kind of gets kind of brushed away a little bit. And I was um, I had a one to one session with with someone this week and and she she was saying how she very often just kind of wakes up in the morning and doesn't actually feel rested as that has that happened to anyone else here maybe does that sound familiar so and this is really something that i i i find is um affects a lot of people with scoliosis who cannot get a good night's sleep um and just feel not very rested or feel like the, the the body is kind of worse off almost in in the morning than it is sometime during the day does that sound familiar to anyone please do let me know let me know in the chat if this is something that you can relate with um certainly for me this is is kind of something that happens quite regularly i would say you know that uh, i wake up in the morning and feel like okay um, I got my sleep, but now I need to, my body doesn't quite feel quite ready yet. And maybe that's a little bit more kind of trying to get going. Um, but it might also be that during the day, I realize actually, I probably didn't get enough rest. Good. Liz is saying hello, Christine. Liz from Yorkshire. Um, let me bring this up here as well so you can read it. I wake up and I still feel tired yes what is that all about right how can we with and i don't know about you Liz, um you know how much sleep you get but most people if i if i talk to them i i ask you know how much sleep do you get and if they say three hours fine that's probably not enough but if you're getting like seven hours of sleep and you're still feeling tired then okay, either this maybe there's something that ha happened before that you've gone through periods of no sleep, or maybe your body is just not rested, and and really really this is this is something I think that we can change and that that we can address. Good. So Lauren Mitchell, Lauren from New Jersey, absolutely feel this way. Yes. Good. Um, some of you can can relate to this. So obviously sleep is important, right? We know this. And uh, if anyone is into neuroscience and, you know, likes to dig deep, um, I can recommend the, um, the Huberman Lab podcast. It's a really, really good uh, neuroscience podcast. And um, Andrew Huberman, he talks about sleep all the time. So if you are into this topic and he gives some amazing tips about how to get more better sleep uh, he talks about the different phases of sleep um the different you know what happens in each phase you've got a um the the REM phase you've got a um, kind of a dream phase you know different different parts that's not what I'm here to talk about today but if you are interested in in that please check out his his podcast it is really good um so we know that, right? We know that we need the sleep for our brain and, and recovery and, and all of that. We we know, and I have talked about daily living positions for sleeping um, before daily living, nightly living, more, more nightly living. 
so what we can do obviously is is what we can affect is not only kind of prepare the body for sleep and making sure you know we um, we don't watch TV very late at night, no screens and all of that. Um, doing a little bit of yoga practice in the evening, um, whatever it is you need to kind of wind down and prepare for sleep. That is all really important. Um, the sleeping positions are also important. However, I find that this is a little bit of a tricky one. If you are kind of a mover, like I am, um, I move around quite a bit. I, I turn from one side, I turn to the other side. I don't just lay in, in one position. If you can be in one position, great. You can prop yourself up, right? You can do everything that you need to do. You can sleep on your concave side, which is better than sleeping on your convex side. You can support yourself with pillows. You can uh, make sure you, if you can, lie on your back because that's more balanced. You can support the backs of the knees and do do all of that, right? I've got a video about this um, where I'm talking about the, the sleeping positions, about 10 minutes long or something. It's one of my most popular videos, by the way. Um, but obviously, if if you are kind of moving about the whole time, that, you know, that is kind of becomes a little bit that might not be the solution, right? So we are talking about what we can do kind of afterwards or during the day to, um, to feel rested. Good, so let me just have a quick look here. So Zira, Zira or Zyra, um, I'm from the Philippines. I've had, I have dextroscoliosis. Sometimes I felt something is trapped in my throat, oh dear. Um, but in terms sleeping is quite all right. Good. Okay. That's good. You're getting a good night's sleep at least. Niz is saying, I would say about seven hours. If I get up before 9am, I often have to go and lie down again. My body just feels too tired to hold myself up. Okay. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing that, Liz. Um, and yes, I do think that the amount of sleep is important, but I think it's it's also it's the quality of sleep. And um, in terms of kind of feeling exhausted, there's there's so much more about this, right? What is it that is actually exhausted? Is it is it your body? Is it physical? Is it your muscles? Is it your brain? Um, is there maybe stress? Is there a lot of tension going on? And this is why I did want to, I want to talk a little bit about the autonomic nervous system um, and about stress, because stress absolutely can have an effect on how we feel, obviously, physically, we, we know that, right? So I'm not going to go into huge amounts of, of, of detail here, but just to give you a little bit of, of information, and you might have heard about the um, polyvagal theory, um, Stephen Porges, um, about the autonomic nervous system. And, and what he says is there's three states, three different states. The first one is kind of the, the rest and repair state. So rest and digest, it's sometimes called as well. Um, it's when we feel relaxed. It's uh, part of the, the Paris, being in the, the um, parasympathetic nervous system. It's kind of the a nice state to be in and you know everything is kind of working working well and we just go about 
our day, you know, it, everything is good. Second state is the kind of fight or flight response, which sometimes is needed, right? We do need a little bit of stress sometimes, otherwise we wouldn't do anything, right? So we, we need a little bit of that pressure sometimes. And obviously, if we are in a dangerous situation, we want the body to move and to 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 get us off the road. I don't know if we're about to get hit by a car or something like that. It is important, right? We do need to be able to run away. Um, that's the second state, fight or flight, sympathetic nervous system, this is called. Um, you might feel your heartbeat is, is getting faster, your muscles are activating, anything like that. The third state is the freeze state, which you might have heard about before. Um, it's called the dorsal vagal activation as well sometimes. Um, this is the state, again, part of the parasympathetic nervous system that shuts down, right? If it's too much, too much stress, you're shutting down and nothing is, is working anymore. It's, it's basically for the body just to use the minimum amount of effort, the minimum amount that it kind of needs to stay alive, but everything else is going to be shut down completely. So I've got a little example of this. <laughs> I used to have, uh, so I, I was observing, um, you know, I was, I was a child, I had a, a rabbit and um, it was, it was most of the time it was in the cage, but we had a quite an enclosed garden. So it could kind of hop about quite freely um, when it wanted. So it was quite a, quite a happy bunny, generally in the state number one, right? So generally in the, in the rest and digest repair state, um, hopping about, you know, having everything that it needed. One day I had a friend come over who had a, a dog and it was a hunter, right? Nobody could control that dog. I didn't have time to get the rabbit back into his cage. So it was all mental. Basically, the dog started chasing the rabbit. Rabbit completely freaked out, hopped all over the place. Um, you know, it was just, you know, it was very painful to watch. It didn't, didn't last very long because we got the dog, obviously, and got him out of there. He Fortunately, nothing happened to the rabbit. You'll be pleased to hear. Um, it was fine. But after this, my rabbit basically crashed, right? It was too much. That was too much stress. And it just kind of flopped somewhere on the side. And honestly, I, I thought he wasn't it wasn't alive anymore, but he was absolutely. He just completely went floppy and um, repaired. That's what it did. It kind of minimum amount of effort, but this is how he kind of restored and kind of came back. So after that, you know, he, he was absolutely fine. He kind of brushed this episode off and it was hopping about again the same way. So what I'm trying to, to demonstrate is that it's really important that we can move between those three states. And most of us, unfortunately, are in the second state. So most of us are in this fight or flight um, situation for most of the time, right? There's messages coming in. There's the news, pandemic. Um, there is things to do. 
I don't know, if you've got children, they want something from you all the time, right? There is, um, you know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's happening in your life, but chances are that you are being bombarded with stressful sort of input all the time. And it's this type of chronic stress, which is very, um, I, I'm going to say dangerous for the body. The body does not like it. The body will not have a chance to repair, to um, to to heal itself, right? And then when we do get to sleep, we don't get a good night's sleep because there's still lots of kind of activity going on. Uh, we cannot completely kind of wind down and 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 completely rest. So obviously, you know what what is the what is the solution to all of this? How are we going to have more st less stress? Very difficult to 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 say and very individual, obviously. But maybe that's something to to think about. Is there things that we can eliminate? Maybe that are not necessary, that um, we don't have to do, or that somebody else can do. Anything like that to think about. And then the other thing to think about is what can we do to rest? And I mean not to sleep, but to rest. So I do make that separation between um, sleeping and resting, especially when it comes to scoliosis, because as we've established, very often sleeping does not mean that you feel rested in any way. Right. So you still need to do it, obviously. Don't abandon the sleep completely. But it might not be enough. It might not be the only thing to do. It might not be that you need to go to bed at nine o'clock every night um, to get your whatever, nine hours of sleep, eight hours of sleep. Um, but it might mean that you need something else to top up your, your rest. So I am a fan. You're, you're obviously waiting for, for my solution. <laughs> I wish I had the, the magic thing that, that saves us all. Um, for me, restorative yoga is a solution and it's a tool. Um, and I have to be really disciplined about this, right? I have to make sure that I schedule it in, that I that I do it because otherwise guess what it doesn't work <laughs> that's what yoga teachers always say is yoga only works if you actually do it but those of you who are not familiar with restorative yoga it's basically um, a type of yoga where you are fully supported by cushions blankets props in a position there's different restorative yoga poses and then you stay in this position for a set amount of time. You usually set yourself a timer or if you're attending a class, obviously the teacher will, um, will uh, guide you in and, and guide you out of the pose as well. But it's really, it's, it's a very, very clever way. And I find it very helpful for scoliosis because we've, we start with the body, right? We don't sit in meditation and, and say, empty your mind and all of that. No, we, we, which is very difficult, again, with scoliosis, but we make the body comfortable. So that's priority number one. Now, we know that this doesn't always 
work in for sleeping because we move about right but if we are in a in a wakeful state if we are not sleeping we can stay in this position right we have the control to be in this in this position uh, we are conscious so this is another way of describing um restorative yoga is conscious deep rest conscious rest supported by lots of props that's how it's different from sleeping good lovely laura is saying today's class had an awesome restorative pose i had never experienced that one before oh i wonder which one that was i did try to sneak in a few um into my in into the class today um but yes pretty much most active yoga poses can be kind of transformed into a restorative yoga pose so it's it's uh, it's a really interesting and, and great practice yes it's slow and it takes patience so you stay in the poses for usually a minimum of five minutes so it's kind of like between five and 20 minutes that's a lot longer than for example yin yoga if anyone is familiar with that so yin yoga is typically um anything between like three and five minutes so it's a little bit um it's a little bit shorter time and maybe um let me know if anyone has practiced any of these types of yoga before or if this is all completely new to you good so laura is saying the one with the bolster so I think it was um, Supta Bhadakonasana, wasn't it? The um, supported reclining bound angle pose in 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 English, um, and yes, that's one of the the poses that I really like. I see if if I can find it in here, but I do have a picture actually on my Instagram today of that pose as well. If anyone wants to recreate it, there it is. I don't know if I'm allowed to show pages from books. It's probably copyright, but show it very quickly and i promote the book obviously as well this is judith hansen lassiter restore and rebalance um which is a great resource um for restorative yoga poses she's got another one which is called relax and renew it's a little bit older um and a little bit more detailed but both of them are great if you if you kind of want to know um more about these poses also on my youtube channel um, again i sneak those poses into into the practice and um for example the sideline one on a bolster that if you've if you've practiced any any of my um, yoga practices for scoliosis um that is coming from restorative yoga as well so a couple of things here um sometimes so again, this brings me back to my one-to-one -one student, which I which I had uh, this week. Sometimes it's not so much about you know the what exactly you need to do for your type of scoliosis. Um, you know, oh, we have to adjust this, we have to change that, we have to adjust this. Sometimes it it's it's this is more pressing, right? The being in this um, fight and flight um, situation, stressful, chronic stress that kind of affects the body in such a way that there is tension 
um, back pain, we feel achy all the time, isn't it more important to address this first maybe and and allow for the, the body and the mind to, to relax? So this is what we did on, on this occasion is we... Um, we just made sure we got our little dose of resting and restoring in um, rather than to kind of think about all the, the things we need, we should be doing for our scoliosis. So just something to something to think about. And also, I think it's really helpful. And I've talked about this in a, in a, in a different episode where I talked about pain um to make this maybe this connection and i'm i've been doing this a lot more this year been exploring this a lot more this year how my mental state maybe affects my body as well and how what is going on in my life affects my back and is there more pain is is there is there a connection between the two so again something something to consider good so i'm going i'm opening up to any questions i've kind of covered what i what i wanted to say um so if anyone has got something that they want to bring up or that they want to um some advice on or anything that you want me to address then feel free to put this in the in the chat now um Good. So I just wanted to uh, go back to Liz's comment about um, seven hours. So, so she does get she does get um, enough sleep apparently from what she is saying, but it is that the the body is just feeling too tired um, to to hold herself up. So. My advice would that for that, for something like that, would be probably first thing to do is just lying flat on your back and not on a bed, but on a on a hard surface and kind of allowing the body to to reset before you kind of before you continue with your day. And um Again, it's it's usually it's a force of of gravity. You know, the the curvature is taking you one way. You're trying to keep the body up so that the the eyes are are level with the horizon. So that takes a huge amount of effort, right? Your mus your bones are taking you over into one direction. Your muscles are also kind of re reacting to this. So of course, this takes a huge amount of effort, right? And it, it takes um yeah it takes a lot of energy so sleep of course is important you're getting that uh fluids are important so making sure to drink enough water to drink plenty of water especially if you feel that muscle fatigue um that can sometimes be so hydration is a is a is, is really really important and then allowing the body to to rest as well Again, lying on your back is a is a really, really great thing to do. Good. Lovely. We've got SI here saying, first timer, I'm in Sacramento, California. Lovely. 
um, welcome as well. And thank you so much for, for tuning in. Um, so today we were talking about um, resting and restoring relaxation, the importance about uh, of this for the body. Sometimes we can wake up in the morning and just not feel rested. So it's really important that we dig a little bit deeper and ask ourselves why this is happening and maybe adding a little bit more rest into our daily routine. So I know a lot of you are very good with, with your daily yoga practice and you have got all your exercises that you're doing. Um, you've got all your, you know, you've got your bridges, you've got your core strengthening, you've got um, all the things that you need to do, but have you got a rest, resting pose as well? And how long is it? Probably not long enough if you're, if you're not feeling rested. Good, lovely. So if there isn't anything else today, guys, we're going to keep it at this. Um, I, in the Yoga for Scoliosis community, I have put in um, the the topics, upcoming topics for, for back chat. So make sure you check that out. Next week, we're going to go, we're going to talk about backbending. So Make sure you tune in. If you are a teacher, join me on the um, in the workshop on the 9th and 16th of October, where you'll learn all about um, working with students that have scoliosis, what to do, what not to do, and all of that. So if you are a teacher, or if you know a yoga teacher who would benefit from this, make sure to pass it on to them. Um, yay, Gail is saying yay. <laughs> Yes, make sure. And Gail has done it, has done it before, I think in a different format. Um, but yes, it's a great way to learn um, what it is that we can do as teachers to support our students that have scoliosis or and spinal fusion. And what are maybe some poses that we can focus a little bit more on more on. Good, lovely. I think that was the other Liz um, saying, I find doing stretches, pelvic exercise before bedtime really helps to relax everything. Yes, and that's another great point, Liz, is it's the mm, pre-sleep routine, right? And this is, again, something I've uh, we were discussing with Tanya this week, my one-to-one my -one client, um, that, you know, Maybe we should do some of those slower things, the restorative yoga poses before going to bed to give the, the body a little bit of a signal of it's time to sleep now. Good. Gail, you've got some suggestion with um, for back chat. Yes. I, and I think you, you sent me an email about this. I'm going to have a look at that. Um, definitely. And yeah, anyone else as well. If you've got someone you want to see here, me interviewing them, not just me talking, then feel free to send me an email. It's christine at yogaberry.net. And otherwise, um, I hope to see you very soon. And thank you so much for watching. Bye, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, I would be super grateful if, if you could leave me a five-star rating and review, which will help me to create lots more amazing content. 
If you have any questions or suggestions, reach out to me on Instagram at yogaberry.scoliosis or visit my website at www.yogaberry.net. Thank you.